we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, a panel game. The very silly Tim Brooke Taylor, Graham Garden, Joe Kendall, and Bill Oddie with Dave Lee at the pianoforte and Humphrey Littleton in the chair. I thank you. And thank you, too. Hello, and welcome to an unlikely panel game in which the four contestants are invited to make utter fools of themselves, for which I shall give them points, and then we can all take the money and go home. Yes. The unlikely event of them giving us any money. The two teams are, on my left, Graham Gardner and Joe Kendall. Yes. Hooray. Right. <laughs> Versus Tim Brooke-Taylor and Bill Oddie. So far, so good. <laughs> I shall be explaining the rules go? as we go on, which won't make very much difference. So, right, seconds away, round one. Round one, using the word in the widest possible sense, is a musical round. Each team has the words of a well-known song, which I'm going to ask them to sing to the wrong tune. So, first of all, Graham and Joe will sing the words of three blind mice which have just been handed to them and they're going to sing them please to the tune of Old Man River. <laughs> I shall be adjudicating on, uh, on pitching and diction and so on <laughs> later on. But now, Tim and Bill, your words. Yeah. Sing a song of sixpence, sung please to the tune of These Foolish Things. Oh, <laughs> Sing a song of sixpence. Or a twenty blank Baked in a pie, and when the pie was opened, <laughs> open, the bread began to sing. Wasn't that a dainty dish? Does that <laughs> The king was in his counting house. What was he doing? Counting out his money. But the queen was in the parlor. <laughs> Eating bread and honey. Eat that bread, honey. <laughs> oh, the maid was in the, the garden. Was in the garden. Hanging out the clue. I'm glad that's all she was doing down the table, my bird. And the pack of her I have to award marks for that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm inclined to award the highest marks to Joe and Graham because theirs was the shortest. 
But in fact, uh, Tim and Bill uh, brought the audience to, to the verge of tears with their interpretation. <laughs> so they get two marks, and Joe and Graham get one for that. Yeah. Right, let's go on to round two. In front of each team, we're now going to put a piece of dialogue, which I'm going to ask them to read in an accent, which I shall give them in a moment, and they don't know anything about it. Marks here will be awarded for authenticity of accents as well as... Uh, <laughs> Dramatic interpretation. Well, this time, let's start with Bill and Tim. Bill and Tim, would you please read your extract from Dr. Finley's case book <laughs> in a German accent? Who are you? Uh, Janet? Janet. <laughs> Quick sex change. He's Janet. <laughs> ah, guten Morgen, Herr Dr. Cameron. Good morning, Janet. <laughs> Will you take a cup with your breakfast or the new? Hi, Janet. I will. And a wee cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> it's better to come. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was a well-known catchphrase. Somewhat, sometimes, and sometimes rendered. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> and where's young Dr. Finney this morning? He's out on his run. What? What? What on his runs is he? What on his runs? Dr. Cameron, and what's wrong with... The wee temporal. Ich, sehr sorry. Aber ich read again. Cheap love. I'm <laughs> Dr. Cameron and what's wrong? <laughs> and what's wrong with you? The wee tatty bugger. <laughs> now, Joe and Graham, your turn. A, a rendering of Till Death Do Us Part, <laughs> which are being given now. And we'd like you to interpret that in Chinese, please. <laughs> you play the wife. Very well. Casting. Hi. How long? Give us a quid out of housekeeping. I'm going down to the boozer. Ha-ha! <laughs> I don't think I've got a quid left. You ain't got a quid? Ain't got one? Ha-ha! Ha! Spare ha! Go down, Bennett. <laughs> what have you spent it on, you silly old move? I have only one mark to allot for this one. I'm going to dock uh, Bill and Tim for making an oblique reference to another program which I, was on, <laughs> which I wasn't on. <laughs> Joe and Glam have the uh, one mark there. On to round three, another musical round. I'm going to ask the two teams to sing a song for us. And uh, Joe and Graham, your song is 
The Sound of Music. And uh, Bill and Tim, I want you to give them an animal <laughs> to sing it in. We choose sheep. There was mutton wrong with that. <laughs> They were saying, I saw three sheep come sailing by. <laughs> we'll hurriedly move on now to uh, oh, Bill yeah, and Tim. Yeah. Your song is Hello Dolly. <laughs> Joe and Graham, an animal, please. We choose chickens. You do. <clears throat> What's this mean? What a danger point. A danger point uh, for that one to Bill and Tim. If you were here in the audience, you'd know why. They practically choke themselves to death. <laughs> Round four, and here the two teams challenge each other. Bill and Tim have prepared an unlikely situation for Joe and Graham, who will have to improvise a scene around it for exactly two minutes or until I can stand it no longer. <laughs> I shall bring the scene to an end with uh, this noise on a machine with which I hope also to beat Mrs. Mary Whitehouse to the draw. <laughs> so, uh... So I... Bill and Tim, will you give Joe and Graham a, a scene, a cast... Yeah. ...and uh -huh. three props? Right. Yes, with the best, best luck. Uh, the, the place, yes. scene, is an elocution class. An elocution class. And the characters are a sports commentator... <laughs> Who and shall be nameless, <laughs> and frequently is, <laughs> and a dumb blob. Hey! I'm speechless. <laughs> and the three and objects are a sticking plaster, a liberty bodice, <laughs> and a rubber duck. And what? It means a rubber duck. <laughs> Right, John Graham, the scene is an elocution class, the cast a sports commentator and a dumb blonde, and the three things which you have to bring into your improvised sketch are sticking plaster, a sticking plaster, a liberty bodice, and a rubber duck. And while you're thinking about that, here's Dave Lee to set the musical scene. <laughs> Me to speak better. 
it? No, no, you missed a great game with Wigan. The first try in the fifth minute of the second half, but I digress. I don't think you should laugh, and that'll be told, but I don't want to be a newsreader. Well, I thought you were going to teach me a thing. No, I indeed. I got a job reading the news for Great Britain on the Eurovision News Contest. Well, start with, um, um, say after me. Sticking plaster. <laughs> and Liberty Bodies and Rubber Duck. <laughs> well, with a certain amount of cheating, they just managed to get in their three uh, props into that one. So before I judge on that one, let's go over to the other side, and it's your turn. Joe and Graham to give Bill and Tim a situation. So, uh, Joe and Graham, your scene, cast, and props, please. Um, the scene is a TV chat show in which the host is interviewing Long John Silver, <laughs> mentioning a kangaroo, nude ladies, and a tin opener. <laughs> Here's the scene then, a TV chat show in which the host is interviewing Long John Silver and uh, the three things that you've got to bring into this sketch, if possible, before it ends, are <laughs> kangaroo, bring him in up. nude ladies and a tin opener. guest tonight. I've got Julie Felix, but not on the show. And, uh, now, there are several, uh, several great guests. Uh, first of all, I'd like to introduce you. <laughs> God, I'm rich. Now, uh, thank you, thank you. American audiences are much nicer, thank you. Uh, I'd just like to say, I'll give a big introduction to... Mr. Sh no, uh, where are my notes? Um, uh, where's that researcher? Shoot that researcher, he's done all the work, shoot him. Uh, now, I'd like to introduce that wonderful, warm human being, Mr. Long John Silver. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I am Long John Silver. I know I may not look like Long John Silver. In fact, I have two legs. I know that isn't normal Long John Silver, but if you like, I'll make it look a bit more authentic. Hang on a minute, have you got that saw? Thank you. Gives you the funny voice. Uh, oh dear, I think I've sawed off too much. Never mind. <laughs> More than the leg I sawed off. See if I miss the silver, or can I, can I call you Long or, or John? Or uh, Black Jack or just. Call me Long John's. My father worked in underpants. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't messy, mate. No, no. Um, thank you, Long John. And I'd like to ask uh, you why you've okay. got that kangaroo on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd like to ask you... Lord oh? Kangaroo, tis a parrot and he's hopping mad. Yes, I'm sorry. Now, Mr. Silver, uh, I'd like I'm to ask sorry. you, on a desert island, do you see many new flames reaching out? Stop it, I think. I think we're being stopped. He's unstoppable. You know <laughs> reach, that. You reach the end of your two minutes. Three marks for characterisation. <laughs> minus two marks for not getting any of your words in. Uh, and minus another one for total insubordination. <laughs> so, she used to be a dumb blonde at the very end of her sketch and had to rush her a little bit. Two to Joe and Graham. And uh, we have now round five, which is the familiar word association game in reverse. I'm going to give each team in turn a word to start them off and they must come up with a word which has nothing whatever to do with it. <laughs> and what's more, they must keep coming up with unconnected words in rotation, either until we all fall asleep or until the other, <laughs> team, until the other team challenges them, in which case the other team has to prove a connection between the words. <laughs> We have a hyphenated word coming up first, which may be cheating a little bit, but never mind. It goes to, <laughs> goes to Joe Kendall, and it's stomach pump. Ostrich. Bandage. Exit. Curtain. Hydrochloric acid. <laughs> Idiot. Persuasion. There's a there's a, a challenge there from Timbrook yeah. Taylor. Only an idiot would take hydrochloric acid. Oh. Yes, I'm going to allow that one, so that brings that... Favoritism. ...chain of idiotic words to a merciful end. And we go over now to uh, Tim and Bill, and your word to start you off is rhubarb. Elephant. Jeep. Jeep. Egg. Mother. <laughs> but I'm not prepared to go into it. <laughs> Yes, I think we can have, uh, we can have, uh, what? we can uh, uphold that objection, uh, uh, but we won't go into it. Uh, we'll start again now with Graham. Your word is ferret. Uh, mandible. Heartache. Avocado pear. Nausea. Tony Blackburn. <laughs> I don't think any comment is required on yes. that. Yes. <laughs> We've already used him. And I'm going to uphold that one too. Yeah. <laughs> so we go over now to Timbrook Taylor, who's got to start off uh, his succession of words, his team's succession of words, with grope. <laughs> Makeup girls. None. <laughs> not. A oh, sorry, oh, order please. We didn't sorry, hear you. A none. I don't know. <laughs> Lovely thought. Paralyse the opposition. <laughs> pomegranate. There's, a, there's a, a challenge there from Graham Garden. You've got to justify a connection yes. between nun and pomegranate. There's a, a Sicilian order of nuns. <laughs> you can tell it's that I know. This is true. True. Who grow all the pomegranates for the mafia. <laughs> I think that, that's the connection. We're, we're fortunate order. enough to have a nun and a member of the Mafia in the audience. <laughs> who are both shaking their heads vigorously, so I don't have to hold that one. 
Uh, Dear Lottie, will you continue pumpkin. with pomegranate? Please? Yes, pomegranate. <laughs> pomegranate. 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 Whale bone. Microphone. Hey, <laughs> Miss World. <laughs> Green light. <laughs> Hamburg. <coughs> Challenge from Graham Gardner. Connection between green light and Hamburg. Nonsense. No, no. The opposite of green light is red light. <laughs> no, that's the end of it. Tim and Bill scored two there, <laughs> and uh, Joan Graham won. Five hundred. One. <laughs> one. Oh. Which brings us to round six, and you're not going to believe this in a hurry, but it's another musical round. <laughs> I'm going to give each team a subject on which they must improvise a four-line calypso, taking one line each. And we're starting with... Joe and Graham. Thank you. And your subject for Eclipso is cucumber. <laughs> I ate a cucumber the other day. When I'd finished, I felt in a funny way. <laughs> My mother said you shouldn't eat that. Not a cucumber, it's your father's hat. <laughs> Sorry. One mark for reaching the end of that one. <laughs> Intact. Phil and Tim, your word is armadillo. No, <laughs> In my bedroom, I'm an armadillo. And I put my head upon a pillow. Every night I have a funny dream. <laughs> and then I let out an armadillo scream. <laughs> We don't, in the rules, we don't have to, we don't have to uh, uh, deal with interpretation. <laughs> half a mark, half a mark for let's getting me out one. of trouble, but uh, no more than that, I'm afraid. For that. Come on, let's have another one, I like those. <laughs> We're going to move on now, regardless, to round seven. Which I'm going to ask the teams to la, a well-known, you know, la la la, a well-known tune, but only on one note. And on the... Uh, <laughs> On the performance so far, they shouldn't have any <laughs> If the other side can guess the tune, they get a point. If not, then the point goes to the singers. Tim and Bill, your turn first. Speak One, two, three. Oh, I would like to be beside the inside. I should have said at the beginning of this round that if the audience here like to join in the chorus, they want their, <laughs> want their heads examined. <laughs> Graham, your turn to laugh. Uh, your tune, please. Uh, one, two. La 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 That was a German entry in the Eurovision Song. 
1968. Do you want to? I'd like to hear that again. Do you want to start again, start again from the beginning In or, or the beginning. end, whichever start is again. shorter? All right. One, two, three. La 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 It's the one note samba with one note missing. I know it's one of Bill's songs, but which one is I give up. Does the audience know it? Does somebody in the audience know it? It's the la la song. Don't be, right. put off, don't be put off by the fact that Joe Kendall forgot the words. <laughs> Anybody else get it? Give up. Well, you've stumped the, uh, an well, entire room off. full of people. Got what was right, your tune? Pretty good. What was got your tune? Can you sing it properly? We just made it up. Could you now sing it? <laughs> Ooh! Can you, sing, can you sing it properly, please? What was that? It was See, Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. All right, all right. Yes, yes, thank you. And uh, heaving uh, an enormous sigh of relief, we come to the last round, which is accent time once again. This time, Joe and Graham will read the Dr. Finlay piece, which is now being handed to them in Australian accents. <laughs> Now, Tim and Bill, uh, we'd like you to do the uh, little bit of script from Till Death Do Us Part in what used to be called a BBC accent. Too easy. An upper class. Easy. Yeah. I'll do Alf. I'll do the fat. You do the woman this time. Do the woman. All right. It's more fun. Oi! What? Give us a quid out of the housekeeping. <laughs> I'm going down. Where did you get that sanguine 
earn money from, eh? I mean... I mean... If only because it's practically the end of the program. Three marks to each of them for that. <laughs> Brings the score, if uh, you're interested, to Graham Garden and Joe Kendall, 11. Bill Oddie and Tim Brooke Taylor, 11. The winners go forward to meet the staff of the Vatican Library next week. <laughs> Meanwhile, from me, good night. Littleton quite rightly opted out there on behalf of Tim Brooke Taylor, Graham Garden, Joe Kendall, Bill Oddie and Dave Lee at the piano. This so-called panel game was devised by Graham Garden and produced by David Hatch.